baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 971 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Mark Reardon Show is sponsored by Gamma Tree Experts. Your trees deserve the best care. Call Gamma Tree Experts. Wednesday afternoon, a beautiful, beautiful day in St. Louis. Lots of sunshine, warm temperatures. And as we started the show, let me kind of repeat this, and we'll build up the excitement as we uh, get closer and closer because Sue, one of the first things she said is we should be outside today. Right, Fred? She yes. said that. And we uh, pointed out that we're going to go on the road here with some Reardon Roundtables on Fish Fry Fridays, which I, I'm, I'm able to say that. Fish Fry Fridays is not easy. I practiced that a little <laughs> Did bit. That well. The first one, Alex Fry Rich is here, Fridays. by the way. Uh, Fred, good to see you. But we're doing hey one at St. Stephen's in South City. Basically, Woo-hoo! that's two blocks from where I used to live when I lived on Dover in the city, and that's very near where Sue Thomas lives. In mm-hmm. fact, ladies and gentlemen, after the fish fry run around 6.15, Sue's holding a cocktail party at her home for all the listeners <laughs> Wait, to come by. hello? We will give hello? her address out that hello? afternoon. It's going to be fantastic. I may bring a bulldog, <laughs> but I probably will not host a cocktail party. No, it's going to be fun, though. I mean, we, we've only gotten out. I kind of shifted into this role here on 97.1 almost two years ago. It'll be two years ago, the end of March, beginning of April, and we've only kind of taken the show on the road a couple of times. One of the reasons is, Fred, we used to do this a little bit more often before the pandemic. We were down at Ballpark Village. Um, that tailed off. We just had challenges in the building with engineers, quite <laughs> honestly, in the aftermath of the pandemic. You can't get good help these days, essentially. But it's going to be uh, that's going to be fun. And I think we're doing every Friday except for maybe the last Friday of March because I'm going to be out of town. Um, Sue, are you doing Raquel Welch or not? No, I'm can not. I, can I do that yeah, here absolutely. just quickly? She passed away today, and Fred, maybe um, you and I can just talk about this because Alex, Alex, you know who Raquel Welch is, though, right? From Seinfeld, actually. Why are you saying because Raquel of instead of Raquel? Raquel. I think well, he's overemphasizing, oh. just making sure that he's getting. I is it Raquel? I think I, it's I, Raquel. I've always said Raquel, Raquel Welch. Raquel Welch sounds weird to me. What you do you say, sound like Fred? you're about to say racquetball. Like. I say Raquel. No, yeah. I'm Raquel. not going to deny that you're you're right, but I'm just saying that's I'm the way I've checking. said it. I'll All change right. it for you. 82 years old. Now, I was going to have Abby pull a bite but what we came up with this is always fun. i did find a couple for you um neil cavuto talked with him but wasn't talked she fred what wasn't raquel welch on um did i say it again raquel welch uh, no wasn't that she was the flintstones yeah wasn't there a bit on the right. flintstones but she was also on <laughs> sunny and share you look pretty ready to me almost but after all I can wash out 44 pairs of socks and have them hanging out on the line. So she went on, uh, Sonny and Cher did a little bit there with Cher. And I will say this, this is where maybe you and I can, you know, agree on something. She really was one of my first and deepest Hollywood crushes. Just yeah, mine too. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that right? And you Fred. know what's funny about that is I never, I don't think I ever saw any of her movies because this would have been the early 1970s. Right. I was seeing her in moments yeah. like this and I knew who she was because she was a big Hollywood star and presence. And then you called her Rackle in your head. <laughs> Fred, what about the, uh, all the uh, women on uh, Gilligan's Island? You preferred Raquel? Oh, it's all oh, the same, yeah. all the yeah. same wheelhouse there, though. All right. Ginger yeah. and 
Raquel very, I, I think, because she was basically essentially Raquel Welch on the right. show, right? Right. How did she wait on the show? Well, in other words, Ginger's character was oh, based on somebody like yeah. Raquel Welch. For five Welch. seconds, I thought, did she show up on the island and then somehow get rescued like <laughs> well, everybody else did who came and went from the island? Fred, you can answer that question. Yeah, I don't think I remember her in any of the movies okay. after the show canceled. Uh, 82 years old, and she was Aww. in a lot of different movies and shows and had, I don't remember the Seinfeld episode. Summer of George. She was in the Summer of George episode. Look at that. I believe so. I don't remember all the details. I'd have to go back George. into the Seinfeld archives, but I will also she was say, on the Summer of George. When I've seen Raquel Welch in the last 10 years, even in her 70s, she she's looked great. phenomenal. You're right. Just You're phenomenal. right. Which raises the question, okay, just not to be mean here, although I'm mean sometimes and comfortable with that. Certainly. Um, Madonna. Oh, She's, it's nuts. Okay. Like I put this. Somebody on on my Facebook uh, Facebook friend put a picture of Susanna Hoffs on there from the Bengals. Who's really I love Susanna Hoffs. Same age as Madonna. She's got a face that is still in place though. Yeah. And you can still be 82 years old. Well, I'm just saying, Alex. I'm telling, <laughs> telling you, how it is, man. I get it. Are you I... going to Madonna? I'm not. Are you gonna try to go? She's not coming here, is she? Not yet. I don't think so. Right. No. I didn't know. Do we think well, it's a great show still? I don't know. How do we feel about it? I think I have mixed feelings about it. There's lots of hits there, but what kind of... And the last time she was here, she didn't go on to like 10 o'clock or something like that, too. I left, she left a bad taste with fans. We get so much of the facial work done. People don't even look like themselves anymore. And again, this is another reason why I've told you that. That's why I like British TV, where nobody has facelifts, or very few. Is that true? They just It's just they a different culture? They just look culture? like normal people over there. They drink a lot of tea. Yeah. The, herbal, the teas, they good for the... It makes Anti-aging. me happy. Yeah. I'll go on the record, though, just as one of the most vain people on the planet, saying I'm not risk-averse to good plastic surgery in the future, especially well, if there's a sponsor. Good? Especially if there's a sponsor. Alex, get on this. We can do a plastic no. surgery. Are you, no, you're, you're open no. to plastic surgery? I am, but my wife made it very clear that there's no way in hell that I am doing, not that this would happen, but I cannot do live endorsements for a plastic surgeon unless... She gets a boob job, so that was the deal that she got. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. And now, Sue's News. Oh, there's no way. Brought to you by Sue. Madonna thought, you know what? By the way, just I want to look like a cat person when no, I get out of this. Do you think, do you think she realizes that she looks that way at this point? I, I don't know. It's it's not good. No. What's Mark, that, Fred? didn't we try to get you like Botox treatments? Yeah, and, and I still would like that if anyone's listening. Is that, the, is that right like your gut? If you were going to pick one thing well, to do, that would be it? that's surgery. That's, right. you know, just take... Do I have lots of wrinkles on the forehead, though? D- no. Just tell him no. What can you do no. with, What can you do with the neck, though? Can you do something with okay. the neck? No. Turtlenecks. Because remember Marlon Wayans, there what he did go. to me? Marlon Wayans is the only person ever in my life that nailed my age when when I asked him my age. I think I was 53 or 54 at the time. And here's what he said. He says, well, you got a young-looking face, but you got a chicken neck. (laughs) Okay, that's kind of funny. I know, it was pretty funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, Okay, on this day in history, 259 years ago in 1764, the great city of St. Louis was founded. This is the birthday of the city of St. Louis. Yes. It was uh, founded, of course, as a French trading post uh, by Pierre Laclede Legest. I don't know. I'd have to ask Abby. L-I-G-U-E-S-T in French. Ah, I'm such a visual person. Sorry. You want to look at it? That's <laughs> <gonna help you. laughs> yeah, good enough for me. Okay. 
And 120 <laughs> years ago today, in 1903, the first teddy bear went on sale. Oh. I just thought that was kind of sweet. And 44 years ago today, in 1979, this uh, and uh, this album, Saturday Night Fever, won a Grammy for Album of the Year. I still would come on. heavily recommend watching the Bee Gees documentary on yes. HBO Max. It is phenomenal. phenomenal. And you don't have to like, I feel the, like Bee Gees the Bee Gees. Don't get as much credit as they should. I'm they telling don't you. Am I wrong with that? You're no. not wrong. And if you watch the documentary, you'll see how important they were in three different periods of musical yes. history. It's incredible, and it's so well done, Alex. I think you'd really like it. The Bee Gees the, documentary. The, yeah. I'm that suit that the was HBO fascinating. version. There's right. several. When Robin Gibb was talking about just kind of how they fell into this high yes. falsetto incredible. in the mid-70s, it was really interesting. I want to watch it again because it's so good. Um, uh, the Bee Gees took home awards for Best Pop Group. Best arrangement for that song, Staying Alive, and, of course, Album of the Year. Now, this song, but they oh, did wait, not can I, get... Can I, can I yeah. interrupt real quick? Yeah. Just because we didn't talk about this yesterday. This is separate but related. W- wasn't the commercial from the other day with John Travolta, yeah. and that was ranked as one of the best commercials or something? Yeah. What the hell were they doing with that? And by the way, Olivia Newton-John just passed, so I did not approve oh, of that commercial. I, I, they were trying to do the boy version, right? They're, they didn't bring in the girls. I didn't like it. Okay. Didn't like it. Right. T-Mobile. I'm sticking with AT&T just because of that. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, and Okay, now, Bee Gees won for Album of the Year, but this song won for Record and Song of the Year. Don't go changing to try and please me. Is this The Stranger? I don't the, know uh, what album it is from. Oh, man, we Sorry, that, I didn't look right? that Does up. I believe here? that is correct. Okay, I feel you. like I heard this song all the time. I went through a phase where I was really sick of it. They played the heck out of it. But this was the song of the year in 1979. I just find it interesting when you juxtapose that with the Bee Gees who got album of the year. They don't sound even of the same remote (laughs) ilk. Bee Gees, so awesome. Uh, By the way, oh, when we were speaking of those commercials, okay, the last blockbuster store in Bend, Oregon, posted an ad online during the Super Bowl, and the sales shot up by 200%. And this was not on TV, just online. And if you don't remember it, it's because it you know, didn't air during the game. They posted it on social media during the halftime show, and it worked. Now, you can actually rent movies at this Blockbuster, but most of its revenue comes from merchandise. They do, like, hats, shirts, and sweatpants. And the ad is really kind of clever. It promises that even after the world ends, there'll be Blockbuster still alive. (laughs) It's kind of cute, and it was made to look like it was done on a really bad VHS tape. But, yeah, that really worked. Even online ads worked during the it, Super Bowl. It, was, it really was a great ad. It was very clever and tongue-in-cheek, and uh, I, I thought it was really well. I, I used a little bit of that, actually, Sue, on my audio cut of the day on, on Monday. But I, I thought it was great, and most people have not seen it. So Oh, I'm glad you used that and told me. Because it was I hard to play it on the air. That. Abby and I kind of started, It was more visual than audio. It was, But we, yeah. I used it a little bit as just the natural sound, if oh, you will. That's fair. Uh, by the way, the box of chocolates made famous in Forrest Gump has been auctioned for $25,000. We have a little sound here. <laughs> the wrong sound, sorry. <laughs> My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. 
You never know what you're going to get. Can I say something controversial? Uh huh. I hated that movie. <gasps> Did you? Oh my god. Yeah, I yeah. loved it. I it's watch it every time it's on. Fred. Overrated movies. I didn't like it much. Oh yeah. my gosh, Alex. I I, I don't. I, I didn't dislike it. I think I kind of like it. Abby? What? I thought it was a good movie, but I don't, like, search it out to watch it. Interesting. Like, I saw it once I've, and I'm all right. I've never, like, been like, I can't wait to sit down and watch Forrest Gump. I love tonight, Tom Hanks. You know? It just didn't, that one didn't do it That's for me. very interesting. I uh, I remember sitting in the theater uh, just bawling my head off as the whole thing went around. <laughs> so... Wait, here's my point. Sorry. Go ahead. Do you have a point? I do have a point. (laughs) Boy, it hits in here somewhere. I know I found it. Because if not, I have one. Uh, The box of chocolates that you can actually get, it was auctioned for 25 grand, is just the box. Not even the chocolates. (laughs) Ain't no chocolates in there. Is it like the one used on set? Because. The Russell Stover box, which was uh, purchased by Ripley's Believe It or Not, is filled with sand. And this is so Tom Hanks could keep it on his lap properly during filming. It was marked 23 ounces, and it was filled with sand as a prop that weighs actually over four pounds, just so he can manage it and it doesn't kind of blow away. Hmm. (laughs) Interesting. 25 grand. Uh, The box can be seen uh, if you, next time you see it, well, you guys will avoid the movie, but if you want to <laughs> tune in, you can see it. It's a 1994 movie, and that's when he's got it on his lap when he says that line. Yeah, yeah sorry, crowd. I like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> All right, fine. And rarely seen footage of the wreckage of Titanic, or actually the wreck itself, is going to be released to the public at 6.30 tonight. Now, this was filmed in July of 1986. This was the first time... Humans had explored the Titanic since it sank in 1912, and it had just been discovered months earlier. It was 12,000 feet below the surface, and it's 80 minutes of footage. Most of it had not been released before, and you can see it on YouTube at starting at 6.30 tonight, if you have any interest in that. I kind of think it's cool to just see, and of course, by then, the bodies were gone. There's nothing gross. It's just... <laughs> It's just the shell. Leo's not floating around down there? No. There's no Leo floating around down there. And finally in Sue's News, we have today's random fact. First, softball was originally called kitten ball. (laughs) Did you know this? (laughs) What? And I can't figure out whether it's because it was ladies playing softball or whether it's uh, because it was cute. I don't know. But anyway, kitten ball. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. And there you have it for Sue's News. All right, Sue. uh, By the way, I just have to... I don't want to go out with, with the Billy Joel just because it's a slower song, so I'm going to do something else. But listen, that was uh, The Stranger. Moving out, The Stranger, Just the Way You Are, scenes from an Italian restaurant. Oh, I love um, that one. Vienna, Only the Good Die Young. She's Always a Woman. Get it right the first time. Everybody has a dream. I mean, that was an incredible, incredible record from If, if there was Joel. no Bee Gees, that would have won the whole thing. <laughs> uh, you might be right about mm-hmm. that, but since the Bee Gees have a little bit more of a beat that you can dance to, we'll go out with that Woo! here. Love Alex Rich is going to hang out. Hayes from Y98. Coming up next. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Chip Carey's coming up in the next hour. Talk a little baseball as spring training start. He's the uh, the new guy on, well, I almost said Fox, Bally Sports Midwest yes. after the, um, well, unfortunately what happened with uh, with Dan McLaughlin, who yes. came out with a statement yesterday. We can talk about that here just a little bit. So I pulled this up because, and I don't think he's in this picture. Chip and I went to high school, class in 1983, Parkway West. I knew him in high school. He had, as I remember, a typing class together. In 82, when the Cardinals won the World Series, there were uh, about, 13 of us, if I'm doing the math correctly, that skipped school and went to the parade, the World Series parade. Nice. And on one of the front pages of our Parkway West yearbook, there's this picture. And I don't uh-huh. know if Chip's in that, but look, the person in the maroon coat on the far right, that's me. Oh, wow. Look at that. Hair. Nice, you're pretty styling there. Hair's really? still there, though, dude. What are you talking about? I, I like that. Fat and, you know, fat. awkward looking. Yeah. Maybe it's hidden. I was was, thinking for sure. What it was hidden because I weighed I weighed more than two hundred pounds at the time. Believe it or not, that's crazy. See, I I was the opposite. I weighed like a buck twenty five. No lie, my senior year, one hundred twenty five pounds. That's like a twenty eight inch waist. I know, man. I was flowers. What are you doing? He hadn't discovered food yet. I did. That's the problem. (laughs) So chips coming up. Well, I and again, I can't remember. Well, here's one thing that was interesting. I had this guy on. Another guy went to high school with Todd Blackstock, who works at STL TV, and he was an athlete, certainly more than I was at that point. I wasn't playing football, but he said that anyone from the football team did not go, or if they did, they got suspended from really? playing in the game because really? they skipped school. But I'm like, I, I you don't think do my it. my parents never realized as much as I was. I didn't skip whole days that much. Yeah. But there were classes. Like if you look if you really took time to look at the report cards, which apparently my <laughs> mom and dad never did, you'd see that like on one of the classes I'd be there all the time. And then that fifth hour yeah. newspaper class I missed, you'd sneak I missed out. that one quite a bit. See, right. I got screwed in my school in Kansas. I moved uh, out to Goddard, Kansas, which would be the equivalent of maybe like where Chesterfield is, except there was nothing at the time between Wichita, Kansas, and Goddard. So there was no restaurants. There was no fast food. There was one local burger joint, Waltz. So we couldn't leave school without really getting People caught. No one know. could skip. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. So <laughs> I remember... And, and this would be a couple of times. I, again, I didn't ever skip school uh, a tremendous amount, like entire days. But I yeah. had someone who had a deep voice in radio at the time. My friend Ken Deutsch, who works for Charter now, Ken worked in sales and radio for a while. He had a deep voice, and he called and was my dad at least no one time. No way. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Wow. That's awesome. Right. Yeah. So, you know, 
the, the things that kids <laughs> did back in the day. All right, a couple things I want to talk to you boys about. Just reaction from the Super Bowl. Hayes, what'd you think? Uh, they had the parade today. Huge parade. Yeah, I had in some Kansas friends there. Actually, they did it big. Yeah, and it's it's exciting. Look, I'm I'm a Chiefs fan, even though I'm a Packers fan as well. I'm glad they won the game, and it's exciting for Kansas City. I'll be yeah. there in a couple of days for the Springsteen show. Uh, did you see the Terry Bradshaw interview with Andy Reid? Did you hear about this controversy a little no. bit? It didn't blow up as much as I thought it would. Was this about halftime? No, 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 no. We can talk about halftime in a second. No, Bradshaw does the interview with Andy Reid. You know, they're all on the podium doing the trophies and everything. Oh, at the end, yeah. And I like so Andy he, he says this. I love Andy Reid, too, but here's what Terry says. Big guy. Let me get the big guy in here. <laughs> Come on, waddle over here. So he says waddle over here. Now, no Terry way. Bradshaw waddles, too. He's saying that because he knows Andy Reid pretty well. Sure. But you should have seen social media. It's like, Terry Bradshaw needs to apologize. Oh, he just fat-shamed Andy Reid. If Andy Reid had a problem with it, he'd probably tell Terry Bradshaw right then and there, hey, you know, uh, <laughs> did you see the picture that went out on Twitter? It said, if your lawyer dresses like Andy Reid, you're losing your case. Because <laughs> it was a big baggy suit. That's pretty funny. It's you fair. know, I love that commercial. Is it State Farm with Andy Reid, the yeah. airplane, talking about how he, he draws on, yeah. the, on all the people? I, that's the most uh, I've seen him with a personality. And it was great. I like yeah. that one, too. You know, what's, what's funny about Andy Reid is back in the... Um, in the late 90s, they, they used to do this thing when I was in Milwaukee. I was with the, the Brewers radio station up there, WTMJ. And they would have a baseball event every winter with a guest speaker. Mm-hmm. And they, um, they'd they usually have like Tim Kirchin from ESPN or somebody like that. I went to a couple of these and they were really interesting. Well, one year it was supposed to be, if uh, some of this is kind of way, way long time ago. Mike McCarthy was the head coach of the Packers at the time. I mm-hmm. believe this was, and Mike McCarthy was supposed to be the guy. And he couldn't make it, so there was this fill-in guy. It was Andy Reid. No, no way. And, and, wow. And, and I didn't even realize. I'm like, oh, who's this guy? He was good that night, but then it wasn't too long after that that he got the, the Eagles job and wow. you know, really That's took really off. Cool. And he was a Mizzou guy. Like you look yeah. at, we we were just talking about this at lunch a couple of days ago. You look at Bob Stull, who was the head coach at Mizzou during the infamous fifth down game. You boys know about that, Alex. Do you know uh, about that? I do kind of remember Sue, it. Sue, do you know that? No, so you have an extra down. I feel Poor like these are right. These are all these things that we used to just assume that people knew, but you got a lot of people that weren't mm-hmm. from here. So in 1990, it was October 1990, Colorado. I believe they were ranked number one. They won the national championship that year. Mizzou's got the game won. Colorado's driving in the, um, which would have been the north end zone, because I was on the opposite side, the south end zone, and the refs gave them an extra down. And not only that, but then on that extra down, so it should have been stopped at fourth down. This is back when they were just flipping the things on the sidelines. People got confused. And then even on, if you watch the replay of that, on the fifth down, because it's called the infamous fifth down game, they legit, if there was instant replay review, Mizzou wins the game. They didn't even get in. So they had wow. two opportunities that they took advantage of, an extra down and a play that really wasn't a touchdown, and they win the national championship. But the point of all that is Bob Stahl, who was like the nicest guy on the planet but a terrible head football coach, had all these people on his staff that went to really great things in college football and the NFL, which is kind of interesting. What would you think of the halftime show, Hayes? Uh, it was a nice uh, baby shower for Rihanna, I guess, yeah. I mean, it's, listen, we play all those songs over there on Y98, you know. I, I, it's, it wasn't that exciting to me, you no. know. Sue, I never got a chance to talk to you about it. What did you think? Well, I did not land until after it was over. I was flying back, so I could only watch video of it. And uh, But here's the thing. It's not aimed at me. Well, it's no. actually aimed at me more than it is you, but I kind of enjoyed what I saw. 
Yeah, but you know what? The, 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 I didn't really realize. I didn't pay attention, but the grabbing the crotch thing. Oh, I see. I didn't yeah, see, that. see that. was overblown, I my, felt my like, My wife afterwards. flagged that because we were watching with Alexa, but was that a little Michael homage, or what was that? I don't know. I think it was just Rihanna being Rihanna. She's yeah, kind of out, out there at times, but I... I don't know. I mean, they say kids are watching and stuff, but I mean, come on. I'll tell you what, I, I thought know. the stage was pretty awesome. Yeah, like Super the cool. whole the whole look and setup of it, and the and the um, the platforms going up and down. She had to have a parachute on under that big red jacket, though. As that that thing was jankety as can be. Well, you would hope she had some, <laughs> but no. I think visually, I said this on Monday that if you were somebody, you think back to most of the Super Bowl shows, you're up there at the you know upper reaches of those stadiums you see a little stage and it's not much but at least now they're filling the entire stadium yes, with the they are. that's what i'm saying yeah that's yeah. so from that standpoint but here's my whole point and at this point i've given up because guitar rock and guitar music with instruments is yeah. going to die right hayes we uh, have to accept but she was lip syncing 85 percent of that for no sure. question. oh yeah right yeah. so yeah. that kind of drives me nuts i'd like to and i get it because there's choreography and everything but um, but do you 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 said what was the number 85 percent you think it was that little i think well, maybe it was. I think 100%. She, it was probably a lip sync of yeah. I would say ninety. <laughs> well, maybe ninety percent. Well, how do you do it partially? I mean, do you just? I mean, just that would be difficult. At the end of the songs, then they crack her mic and she comes on and maybe closes it, or then she says, mm-hmm. "Hey, right. Super Bowl," you know. So oh, then it I seems gotcha. like. Do you wow. follow the Iron Sheik? Remember from WWE, the wrestler, no, I don't <laughs> or WWF that. back in those days? No. Anyway, he tweeted out, "Nothing beats the Rob Thomas Super Bowl." <laughs> It was a joke, obviously, but that's wow. pretty funny. <laughs> I, now, I did be... watch back. Like, th- there was a. I don't know if you remember when the Black Eyed Peas did it, and it was yeah, like I terrible. Do. Yeah, was it? it was I don't ju- remember I, that? But, they, but they did I didn't. I didn't night. remember it until I went back and watched the video. It was like, wow, they sounded terrible. So you know, I think most people are doing the lip syncing these days with the, especially yeah. on the stage like the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. You want it to sound well. Quality. That's actually good. Chris well, Stapleton they, yeah. didn't lip sync the you know national anthem. What did you think about thing, that national anthem? I thought it was great. I thought, thought he did a good job. Forward. Two oh two was the official time or something. Also, Babyface was fantastic. Yeah, I thought Babyface was. Yeah, he didn't have such was a Babyface anymore. But I thought that was really I saw a great that version. Video. Of it. it was now, excellent. The whole Black National Anthem thing eludes me. Uh, <laughs> I, I suppose that was okay. But I thought Babyface was fantastic. Can I still be racist even though I just gave a compliment to an African American? I don't know. Apparently, I can't be because I didn't like. Shirley Ralph. Well, I, everything's a production with the Super Bowl too. The the to- the coin toss, everything, and I I like those two performances, Chris Stapleton and Babyface, because it was just people weren't out jumping around, yeah. and it wasn't a big production. Everything is a production, which I get. They want to build up the momentum and the excitement. But. Look how far we've come, because in 1967, it was the University of Arizona Symphonic Marching Band, Grambling State University Marching Band, and the Al Hurt Anaheim High School High Steppers Drill Team. Judy Garland in 1968. No uh, Ooh, that let's see here. Something. Southeast Missouri no. State made an appearance in 1971, the marching band, along with Anita Bryant, Up With People. Boy, have we... Can, man, wow. Think about where we've come from with Anita Bryant, Up With People. For those people who aren't um, familiar with Anita Bryant, she was... A an actress and an activist in the 1970s. Didn't she do the Orange campaign? She was the Orange but Juice But she didn't person. like what was she didn't like gay people either, right? Oh, wasn't that it? I can't it? remember. She was canceled was, for something. Yeah, it's hard well, to keep. No, track. she wasn't canceled, but it was just she that was, time. There was I an think issue. She was held up as a hero because it was the 1970s. <laughs> oh, now, unpopular oh, opinion, but didn't don't you think Michael Jackson kind of sent the trend for? Well, that's uh, what that was a question, mm-hmm. trivia question, and you're right to your point. That was a good like what what started the Super Bowl? Revolutionized it. It was. He came out and didn't say a word, and he just stood there, and people went nuts. It was like. 1994 yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, let's see here. Michael That's a Jackson. fact. And, wow. uh, and he, oh, and, yeah. Well, it, was, it was 93. He did the Heal the World. and 
in Pasadena. Yeah, he did We Are the World. He did Billie Jean, which, by the way, came out 40 years ago, either yesterday or today, or uh, yesterday or the day before. Uh, they did Country in 1994 with Clint Black, Tanya Tucker, Travis Tritt, The Judds, then Patti LaBelle and Teddy Pendergrass and Tony Bennett, uh, Diana Ross in 96. Then you got the Blues Brothers. I don't remember that Blues one. Do you remember Brothers. the Blues Brothers doing it in 97? That was the year the Packers No, I don't won. remember that. I don't remember that at all. Now, did you hear that, that Andy Reid, I guess I saw, was like, if you go out and watch the halftime show, you're going to be benched for the second half. Now, is that even a question? Like, if I'm playing in the Super Bowl, am I even thinking about going and watching the Super no. Bowl? The, the halftime show? no. But I, I saw that tweeted so. out somewhere. It was like confirmed that Andy Reid said this well, yeah. to his team. It's like, isn't this obvious? Yeah. So where do you where do they go from here with with I guess T Swifty hasn't done one, has she or has she? I don't even know. I feel like she's, she's maybe done star. one at some point. I don't think she has. No, but don't they right base now. it on who's like releasing an album? Like, don't you expect Rihanna to do it? You know, she said possibly this year, I guess. But she has that makeup line. There, the, Did the, you see that? You guys, Did you see? Yeah, she no. took the makeup out in the middle yes. of the performance and touched it up. It was kind of a little uh, shout and, out to her. And they were like, makeup. she didn't get paid for the Super Bowl. Did you know her sales spiked uh, like uh-huh. tremendously? Well, that's gets why anybody does this anymore. Because <laughs> no matter who you are, but people was, will complain. Hayes, what was the deal? I meant to cover this last week because I saw a story that was in the LA Times that she was not being compensated. And I think most of the artists nobody are, is. though. No, are there, nobody's are paid. Nobody oh, so has ever been paid to do that. Show, you're not paid. You're Correct. just it, you're right. doing it for doing it in that, sales. That's why yes. most people are getting ready to release an album or something because sure. they use it to promote their. And the weekend. Last was it last year? He actually or the paid, year before last? He actually paid them. And he went on tour though. He announced his world yeah. tour after COVID, and then boom, he was set up. But I mean, he also got a too. lot of. Do you remember he got a lot of backlash? I think it was the weekend. Got a lot of backlash for how the um, the backup dancers were treated. Do you remember this? No. There was the there was I can't remember if it was the weekend, but it was like some of the conditions in which the backup dancers. Had like they were crammed in these hot little tiny buses. There was a you'll have to go back and look, but I remember this. Were, but were the you production was crazy this when, year when they were doing because it, it takes a while for them to get everything set up on on Sunday with the with the show. Mm-hmm. So you got everyone at the desk, Jimmy Johnson, everyone Strahan, they're doing that thing. If you looked in the background when the dancers were warming up, because I didn't know what I don't none of us knew what was coming at the time, but those dancers that were in the white outfits were doing all kinds of like. I guess they were warming up, but yeah. they were doing frenetic moves wow. to warm up. And then I understood it more when the show started because they had there was a lot of aerobic activity in those dancers. I have to give them a lot of marshmallows dancing around, didn't they? There was. Uh, <laughs> hang on, boys. We got one more segment coming up. Hey, I mentioned we have Chip Carey coming up five twenty-five, New Cardinals broadcaster, and he's coming back home. Went to Parkway West, class of nineteen eighty-three. So we'll catch up with Chip in the next hour. Doug High, ninety-seven-one political insider, former RNC spokesman. After the top of the hour. Uh, right now, Hayes and Alex Rich from Y98, they spent mm-hmm. some time with us on Wednesday. So, Alex, you played baseball at the University I, of Indiana. I did. A lot of people are buzzing right now on the new rules and the things that they've decided to keep and not keep. Did you see the the bases? Yes. The comparison to the bases? I did. Though, it's it's rather stark, and I don't have a problem with this. Sue, did you see the difference? But there's so, the smaller bases? The, the, Wait, The no. bases are bigger Bigger. Now. Whoa. Bigger. Because now. they're trying to prevent people from stepping on ankles and stuff like that. Maybe... Uh, you know, entice stealing a little bit more. You, they've done some research on this, and you'd be surprised how much of an impact. Oh, it's, it's going to change a lot. It's a game right. of inches. So That's then the I'm other saying. thing, Alex, because now you know you have some of these teachers, and Luis Garcia is one of them out there that has a very unique windup. They're getting rid of the weird windups too, and they're going to call a balk on those. Yeah, I saw that, and I think this year was this year like they called 122 balks or something. It was like the least amount. Whoa, was it the least or most amount ever? I don't know. That seems high. It was some. It, I, 
Might but, have been like the most amount ever. So they're going to crack down on this. Yeah. Now I'm I'm fine with with most of the things they're doing on that. I don't know if I like it. Because, well, each person has a different wind up. Yeah. I don't think you look. I think there's a lot of people that have like a weird hesitation towards home, and at times mm-hmm. that a balk should be called. But it's like you can't just have look back. These guys used to like swing their arms and do a full right. wind up. The the one well maybe more than one part. I don't like the. Uh, the the base runner on second base and extra innings they're keeping that huh. yeah but not for postseason not for postseason oh, okay. but still I, I, that's the one I don't like I can I can get on board with a lot of these now our friend Joe Arnold who's down in Louisville and Joe weighs in on a lot of different things with um, our mutual friend Scott Jennings who's one of our political insiders but also a big Cardinals fan Joe hates all of this stuff so I love the fact when he weighs in so we have a group text that goes and Jennings sent this thing yesterday with the size of the bases so. And this was Bob Nightingale who tweeted it out. So Joe's response was, why stop there? And this is what he tweeted out. It's just a big, <laughs> it's a big plastic wiffle ball bat. So I sent this to him this afternoon. The, the, actually, Jennings sent this about the windups, um, like Luis Garcia's being illegal under the balk rules. So Joe's response was, I don't know why they didn't just use pitching machines. The throwing motion is not a natural motion <laughs> for the human body. This is unfair and inhumane and disproportionately affects certain segments of our population. Ban all windups. He's obviously throwing some snark out there, yeah. but he's a bit of a purist, and not everyone's happy with all the changes. Does it speed up the game at all, too? Is that? Well, the, I think they're well, they're, that's they're, they're enforcing yeah. the pitch clock right. yeah. more than they were. But it's, I mean, like where do you where are you going to draw the line? I think this is going to be a fascinating season. I really do. Yeah. And I think this is going to work because they've seen it work in the minor leagues, and, and this is about the fans having a little bit better experience. Where but they want people to get more hits. Did they do anything? Did they do anything with the mound or anything to make the game more action packed? Well, here's what they should do: is jack up the balls like they didn't because the last couple of years having the balls they were like dead. deflating them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So stop that. They nonsense. need to juice them. People want more. Hard hits and home runs. Can we just bring back steroids? Come on, (laughs) just say it, Alex, right? Like one person on every team should be like the designated, like this person. This is our juicer. Designated (laughs) juicer. DJ. (laughs) Bringing in our DJ. (laughs) You get to use him one at bat per game. It would be entertaining. Wouldn't that be something? I love that. If we're coming up with goofy rules, like you put a runner on second base and it's kind of like call a friend. It's like phone a friend friend. and who wants to be a millionaire, you (laughs) know? It's like the the designated juicer. Like he's coming in, he gets one at bat, and then he's done. Designated juicer. <laughs> I, I like oh, it. I like it's a new it. meaning to DJ. That's I think for it's sure. inventive yeah. and it's creative. But we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit more baseball with um, <laughs> with Chip Carey in the next hour. Are you going down to Mardi Gras? I'm gonna go down. I haven't been in a few years, but I'll be down there. Bud Light tent. I hear there's gonna be a consumption lounge as well. For THC. Right. You can really? do that. The now. new legal, yeah, the new rec. Yeah, Hayes, Hayes pipes up. What? Yeah. Maybe I yeah. am going well, to His name is Hayes. <laughs> is so. that not your scene? Mardi Gras not your scene? I mean, I have a friend that has uh, a DBs down there in the tent, but I'm just like, if they hang out, he's working out of town. I just don't want to. Sue starts boozing at like 5.30 on Saturday <laughs> Sue morning. Sue does She's strike me about as somebody routine. that Plus, always... I've dropped the booze for, it's a month today, actually. I've dropped the booze. <laughs> oh, so. nice. Good for you. I need to stay away from Are that. you doing like, it? was it a dry period or are you? We'll see what happens. Oh, okay. Hayes has awesome. a little too much fun sometimes when he, yeah, when he gets so, Oh, I've been there with him, yeah. but it is fun. But so. I, hey, as someone who hasn't had any yeah. since 1990, I can appreciate it's, that. It's amazing how much more mm-hmm. clear my head is. I mean, I'm up at 5.30 in the morning now. I'm doing the gym. So. I'm liking the, the, the path that I'm on.
Good. When I say the bubbly, I literally mean smart, sparkling water. <laughs> so, yes. These, these, and I would say kids, but it's not just kids. These people get out there. They do. They start. It's essentially, wild. Because I've been out there when they're doing the floats and everything, and by the time... 8.30 or 8.45 rolls around. They're falling over and there's puke on People the People get started sidewalk. about 6 a.m. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I'll get down there probably. Now. I'll get down there probably 8, eight or 9. All right. Well, enjoy the time. Yeah, appreciate it. Hey, it's Alex Rich from Y98. Great to see you guys. You too. Nice work on the uh, the dry period. Thank you. Also, Hayes. We have Doug Hyde coming up. Also, Chip Carey in the next hour and an audio cut of the day. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 